Welcome to the Hour of Excellence Studio Wrestling. Today we honor a special man as a salute to Father's Day, our dad, Reverend Frank Daniels. The theme tonight is we remember our dad in a very special way. I frequently, when I was growing up, I would hear different ones saying that my daddy is the best dad in the world. And I had to correct a lot of people by saying this. No, no, no. We have the best dad in the world because that dad lives with us at 264 Lincoln Avenue in Armand. So we want you to enjoy this tribute. We remember dad in a very special way, and our dad is Reverend Frank Daniels. At this time, Geneva will give a brief history of Father's Day. And then after that, Jerry will elaborate on how he remembered Dad in a special way. And whoever wants to speak will go in that order. This is very informal because whenever we're doing something with our dad or our mother, we don't have to rehearse for it because it comes automatically. Because they did a good job of teaching us. So at this time, Geneva will give a brief history of Father's Day. Uh, Father's Day history. Father's Day started in the United States in the early 20th century to complement Mother's Day in celebrating fathers, fathering, and fatherhood. Father's Day was founded in Spokane, Washington at the YMCA in 1910 by Sonora Smart Dobb, who was born in Arkansas. His first celebration was in the Spokane uh, YMCA on June 19, 1910. The nation's first Father's Day celebration was on June 9, 1910 in the state of Washington, D.C. However, it was not until 1972, 58 years later, after Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day official, that the day honoring Father became a national holiday in the United States. Thank you. Thank you, Geneva. Thank you very much. We remember Dad in a very special way. At this time, Jerry. I just want to sing a a part of a song, Faith of Our Fathers. And uh, it goes like this. Faith of our fathers living still and Spite of dungeon, fire, and sword, oh, how our hearts beat out with joy whenever we hear that glorious word. Fate of our fathers, oh. 
I would like to say this time and give me a great privilege to uh, say something about my father and he's such a wonderful man and father, husband, a man who was great stature in the community and wherever he went, he, he uh, uh, people seem to appreciate his presence. And I, I could say more than I, I, in fact, I have more message than I have time to really tell you about my father, Frank Daniel, Reverend Frank Daniel, Almond Beach, Florida, married to my mother, Marietta Daniel. And we have, we, we, we grew up in the house, 12 children, seven girls, five boys, and we had a wonderful and caring spirit among the family. I wish I could uh, uh, say more, but I will give way to some of my my siblings who are going to take part in the explanation of how wonderful my father was. And I'll come back after somebody else says some words about it. Thank you. You can say as much as you like, uh, Jerry. This is unlimited. And whatever you want to say, because we remember Dad in a very special way. And anyone who's on the line may say something about our dad, you know, Reverend Frank Daniels, because this is his day. This is his day, and I remember him as being a, the coolest dad in armor because he would say, and I'm, after I say this, I'm going to yield to someone else, he would always say, I don't want you to buy me any men cologne. I want the cologne that the ladies wear because I want, when I pass somebody, I want them to know that I have passed them. You know, I want them to, I want the scent to be behind me so they'll know, oh, that's Franklin D. He liked to say I'm Franklin D. So he was the coolest dad around. He loved that that perfume that the ladies wear, not what the men wear. So anyone else could jump in and say anything that you remember dad in a very special way because this is his day. I remember dad uh, for uh, how active he was in the community, and I can always remember that he was um, – he, he I, since I was the baby of the family and he was the baby of the family, I felt like he and he kind of felt a special bond with me because of the fact that we are both you know, the, the last one in the family. But uh, he was he would take me to, to different places with him when he would do uh, things like um, voter registration. He was very active about getting people to register to vote and and things like that. And they would meet periodically, and uh, at this lady's house, and a bunch of them would, you know, talk about, uh, you know, getting people out to vote and getting them signed up for voting. And uh, I can remember also some of the organizations that he was uh, in, like the Masons and the Nice Apithians, because every, when I was in high school, I used to fill out his information about sending his dues in to the 
to the to these uh, organizations so that he could remain active. He was also active in like the Deacon Union and um, organization in, in Volusia County, and he would get us involved. And at the time, the, the Deacon Union had something, a program. Uh, one of his children, or uh, all of us, as many as would, would participate, you know, in the program. Because one year we had a Deacon Union convention in Mont- Montclair, New Jersey. And uh, we, I drove up there with him and uh, another couple, mom, dad, and uh, this other couple, and I drove up there. And at that time, I was old enough to drive, so I did a lot of the driving. I was, I think, about 19 years old, and I and I drove them up there. And and he was very active in that in the National Deacons Union. I don't even think they had that anymore, but. Uh, they had that convention up there, and uh, we got a chance, I got a chance to go t- to New Jersey. That was the first time I had ever visited there and everything. And he was uh, one of the participants on the program there at the Deacon Union Convention. Dad would also volunteer at, at school uh, uh, every now and then when I'm, I'll be passing through the hallway. I see my, my father at the school but doing something. I think one time he was like the president of the PTO, but he was always there. He knew the uh, the teachers. He checked on us. Uh, I had um, nieces, a niece there at the school with me, and he would check on us and find, you know, see how we were doing in school and, and work with the teachers and the administration in a way, you know, that they could uh, help us to be better students, and um, he, uh, my, my most outstanding recollection of the day was when he went to St. Augustine during the '60s, and uh, he was uh, going up there to help Dr. Martin Luther King uh, integrate the beaches at St. Augustine, and I remember that I could. I remember that day so vividly because uh, I remember Mom was at the ironing board ironing. You know, uh, she used to do a a day of ironing, and I was sitting there by her, and uh, she was talking about he had gone up to uh, St. Augustine, and and she was worried about him being safe up there. You know, and 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 uh, we just and, and she talked about you know the fact that he. He go he up, he goes up he went up there to, to help you know to integrate the the beaches and I was I was real scared for daddy because you know it seemed like it was um you were doing so much violence you know then and doing things to people when they were trying to march and do all this stuff and I I remember that when I heard him come home that night late at night. I I think I stayed woke until I heard him come through the door, and I think Mama probably was up too, was still waiting for him to come, come come in. But that was a that that made you know I didn't realize till later on how how important that was that he did that. But um, he was he was a part of that demonstration, and um, he worked with the NAACP in Volusia County, real active in there. 
And Dad was always also an entrepreneur. He always had a little business going, whether it was a little shop selling little odds and ends to the community children or, you know, little cookies and gum and things like that. Or, and one time we had uh, like a confectionery where they had think, uh, entertainment for the, the older, the teenagers and above. I don't remember too much about that because I think that was more or less a, a evening kind of uh, facility for for more uh, mature people. I was small, I was a young child then, but I remember going up there to the confectionery uh, uh, when he when he was. He when he owned it, he always had some kind of business going on. What regardless of whatever it was, uh, whatever he could do, he he didn't like. I don't think working for anybody. He wanted to work for himself, and uh, I have that in my spirit now. In my that's how I I I, uh, I think about things now. I I don't like the idea of working for people. Uh, you know. I think it's important to have your own business, and I think I got that from Daddy. You know, sometimes he'll work, I know, on the weekends, though, I think, to, to get a uh, regular check. He'll work on the weekend to win Dixie, go up there, do some those, you know, little jobs and stuff like that at the end, after they close or whatever uh, he would do, and also cut people's yards uh, in the evening or something like that. But uh, even that was his uh, a business for him. He was on that was his, the business that he ran. He he decided when he was going, how much he charged, and things like that. And um, he also showed me the importance of uh, owning your property in real estate. You know, because he he had uh, houses that he rented out, and he had. Uh, a house. I've always we've always lived in a house. I guess that you know he was buying. Uh, he had, you know, he, he it was uh, our house. It wasn't rental property, and uh, that was always important to him to have your own house and your own, uh, you know, and have some kind of real estate. And I think he even had real estate in other places uh, that he uh, that he dealt with. He was a very private person about his finances, but uh, in, in his endeavors, and I don't know if that was good or bad, but it, it worked for him, so that it, it was it was all right. All right. He, he, yeah, he and he was really a friend, friendly part. You wanted to say something, Jerry, about that, because you you know something about how he was on that in that respect. Yeah. Yeah, I want to piggyback on your. On what you're saying, because Dad was quite an entrepreneur. He, uh, like like you said, he uh, he had different businesses going. He he was in the pulpwood business that they you know they they would uh, uh his he had trucks and he would uh, cut pulpwood, haul pulpwood to the train and load the pulpwood on the train and. Uh, this this was this was one of his his um, um, thing that he did that he seemed to enjoy, and uh, he also had um, uh, what the, what we call a wood business, you know, cutting wood to supply the community and all around, you know, for 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 heating purposes and 
before. Everybody in in the city, and so we would get up early in the morning, like before uh, four o'clock, before we get ready to go to school, and we have us come out and and, and cut enough pot wood to suffice the need for the people who we were going to service that day. And he he would he would he would uh uh get a uh, he had a very lucrative business, so. So that was that was a, a, something vivid in my mind that he did, and he would come to Buffalo after I got older. And he would come when he came. He stayed with me uh, in our home, and and Dad and I were uh, the same size. And he would come to Buffalo and was very very humorous. What he did, he he would come home with a. Uh, uh, to to my home with a empty suitcase, uh, <laughs> and when when he, he, he came he, he came to Buffalo, and uh, we get ready to go to church the sun that Sunday, he look in the closet, and, and at that time I had a lot of clothes, you know, so I, I was working and I had some pretty decent clothes, and he would look in there and he see a suit that. He liked it, and he said, boy, I like that suit. I said, you do that? He yeah. He said, uh, right, if I wear it to church, uh, I said, oh, yeah, go, go do what you want to do with it. And he's, he's looking at it, get one, and sometimes one of them be my favorite suit. But I didn't care because I, he, he, that was who he was. And I said, anything that he wanted that I could give, Nah. I was glad to be able to give it yeah. to him because so, uh, he was who he was, and so so he would he would get the suit and put it on. And we wore the same size shoes as well. He would see a pair of shoes. And they said, "Well, I like those shoes." I said, "Go ahead, Daddy. All right, you I'm glad to be able to do this for you." I'm trying to reciprocate for what you've done for me over the years. It's just so so we put the suit on, the shoes on, and tie and shirt and everything. And he would uh, uh like a uh, go to church and it looked good. He was he was a handsome man, handsome man. Yes, and when he came, when we come from church, so he would he would t- uh, come back and he'd take the suit off and the shoes off and set him there near his suitcase. And I found out the reason why he... Don't excuse him. me for laughing. <laughs> Instead of hanging them back up where in the closet where they were hanging, Dad, Dad would lay them on top of his suitcase. And I said, I said well, you know, and I, I said, I see one man says, no, you don't have to bang up. You just leave them down, you know. And so when he get get ready to go, believe me, he said, he, um, boy, I like that suit. I like those shoes, man. I said, okay, Dad. So he fold them up and put them in the suitcase. And I knew what that meant. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, were, they were going back to Florida with him. So, we, so, I, I, so, uh, so we had that type of rapport, you know what I'm saying? You know, so because he did so much for me, too. he did so much for 
Huh. When we were growing up there, I said, I said, well, I, in my mind, I said, no, I can't, I can never repay him for what he did for us growing up. And uh, I want to, I want to uh, go back to my early stages when I was in school, and I, I was, in, I believe, I was in fourth grade, and so. Uh, and, I say an altercation came up between the teacher and me, but, but uh, it was, you know, it was my fault because you know how little boys are, you know, when they, uh, yeah, certain age, they, they become uh, managed, as we call it. So it came out to, I was my teacher and my teacher. He was telling me, I was, I was so ashamed because he, I said, my father's going to come out here and see, he, 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 I thought he wasn't as educated as he, he as he was. And so, you see, he come and he talk with my teacher and I, I'd be so ashamed. I said, I said, oh my goodness, my father will be using broken language. And, but I found out. As I got older and got more educated, I realized how much education my father had, and, and so so uh, so I became less less embarrassed because I said I said because my father took care of me when I you know was not able to take care of myself. So I said I said thank you Lord, thank you for Lord to have a father like mine because. Uh, Many young kids uh, grew up and they went astray because of, well, the father and the mother didn't take a tight rope and, uh, to keep them in line. So I, I said, I, I, I appreciate him so much. And, and I say it's been some years since he passed on, went with the Lord, but I will never forget how wonderful a man he was. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Go right on. You keep going. Are you uh, finished? It's jumping in time you get ready. This is special. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to add that that, that daddy was how, how he was he was a real friendly man. You know, he never met a stranger. I remember. Uh, when they, we had a hurricane uh, down there and um, uh, at the house and uh, I mean in the town and we all evacuated to the elementary school and so we were all just sitting you know in the auditorium and everything just, you know just waiting for the hurricane to pass by. Dad was going around just meeting people just just getting to know them and everybody because he he. he Thought he knew most of the people in our little small community, but uh, it was some that you know he didn't. So he came back and said, you know, was telling us, said, you know, so and so and so got twin babies. I didn't know that we had uh, uh, people who had over there on so on that street with that, you know, with no twin babies. Somebody had triplets. He he was telling us, and he just, yeah. you know knew all of these things, you know, and he he didn't mind help. And if they needed any, anybody needed any help, they knew that they could call on him, you know, and uh, for any kind of assistance. But, uh, I, I would like to uh, interject something about 
about uh, daddy before we go to uh, how my brothers had to be punished for them being so, as daddy called, managed. Now, you listen to Jerry. He started off with that beautiful song. But now, before we hang up, we will allow you to know some of the gray hairs that Jerry, precious Jerry, put in my daddy's hair. But anyway, we'll say that we'll say the best for the last. When I would go home after I I had gotten married and everything, um, daddy would would, uh, always check the cars out. He said he checked the cars out because I said, well, daddy, maybe, no, 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 I want you to be able to do it. He made sure we knew how to uh, test the oil. We knew how to, how to um, maybe change the tires because he put us out there in the yard and he would go through that routine. So we know how to do, we know how to do different things about the car because daddy wanted us to do that. And now he told me, he said, Bernie's, you know, you like to travel a lot. He did not give me a gun, but he gave me a big old iron rod, and he told me to put that rod under my seat, you know, on my driver's seat. If anybody bother me, just let them kiss that rod. And for years, I drove my car with that long rod under my feet. I didn't have a gun. He did not believe in that. And one thing about Danny, he believed in visiting wherever you are. If you're working, if you're working somewhere, don't be surprised if you look up at your door and their dad is standing there. He gonna check out whatever facilities or wherever you are working, especially the girls. He check them out. He'll he'll show up. He'll, I know I was at um now falling into a social activity. I was at a prom, just dancing all the way I should not have been dancing. I looked at the door. Their daddy was standing. I said, "Oh my gosh!" He would show up anytime. He was very nosy about what was going on with his children. He would just show up, show up. And then another thing about grandchildren, he said that he spoils. He said, I'm the number one spoiler for grandchildren. I said, well, Daddy, why won't you you discipline them? Well, I'm going to send them back the way they sent them to me. I'm not going to change. If they send them to me rotten, if they send them to me rotten, I'm going to send them back more rotten. He said, I'm not going to discipline them. And he believed in taking the children anywhere they want to and buying whatever they want to. And he loved the little sweet things. And he would have a trail of grandchildren behind him, headed to the store. He liked them to send them a mom. But he was a grandchild spoiler. Daddy was just, he was just a superstar. And he always said that, I'm very pure and I'm very attractive. And which he was. He's very handsome. That's why brothers are handsome, because of daddy. He and mama did a good job with our looks. Now, somebody else can go on and talk, because I can go on. I can do the whole program. I remember Dad in a very special way. Anyone else? Hello? Oh, I hate, I hate on mute. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I just wanted to uh, piggyback on something you said earlier about how, uh, well, with the girls, how protective he was. I remember when I um, went to high school, and and some of the kids, where well, one one particular person got it started, that uh, his cousin came over to date one of my sisters, and 
they went out, they asked daddy, said, can I take her out? And my daddy looked at the boy and said, I'm going to have to pray on there. And boy, they reeled me about that the whole time I was in school. So my dad had to say to my he had to pray over it whether or not he could date or whether the whether the uh one of my sisters. And he was he was always protective of us. And and I had the same experience about him coming. When I had met my first job, he brought me over to that place and uh and, and and you know got me set up in in the house that I was going to be living in and everything, and and I thought and I so I went on to work and I thought Daddy was gone, and I looked <laughs> out the window and Dad Daddy was sitting on the bench talking to one of the custodians that you know uh, uh, I had the job and uh, and was hanging around I think he probably was hanging around all day you know. He didn't. He didn't leave. He had to check out everybody to see who, what kind of people meet, uh, meet people, get the name, find out who they are, get some kind of contact or something like that. Because he didn't believe in it. And and Dad was a person who, who didn't use bad language, like uh, you know, bad words, cussing. I never heard him say a curse word. Never. That's I, right. Yeah. I haven't either. Ever time. Uh huh. And and uh. And he was a, a strong disciplinarian. Now, you, you, he was, he didn't play when it comes to you following <laughs> rules and doing what you need to do because he, he, uh, didn't want our us to. He didn't want him. To, he didn't. He wouldn't allow us to make him look bad. He said because you know if we go out there acting up, that made him look bad and look like we he was they we weren't raised. So he would he would emphasize to us that he wanted us to excel. And whatever we did academically, if it's the sports, he wanted us, you know, be the top in it. You know, he pushed us to do that in church. He would push us out to do things. When if if uh, someone say I need a, a person, a youth day speaker, he'll just volunteer one. You know, volunteer. I remember I I did a speech at a Deacon Union uh, program one time, and I was a, I remember I was a young teenager. He listened to the speech to make sure I, you know, it was something that, uh, you know, was presentable. But I ended up being the keynote speaker for a thing, and I think I was like about 15 years old. And he would just volunteer, and, and we we did it. Because he, if he said you do it, you do it, you know, and everything. But uh, he 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 loved us. We could tell he loved, you know, he loved us and cared about us. But he want us to do well, to be respectful, and be, you know, and uh, not make the family name look bad. And um, uh, one other incident I remember, as far as being protective of the girls, I I come home, you know, and I was, I think my, going on in my latter part of my college days, and I was home for the the, uh, Christmas, and and I saw I must have been about twenty, about twenty, twenty one or something like that. But anyway, well, my friend and I, this friend guy, took me to the dance. And so when I we uh came back home, he would bring me home to the dance. So we decided we'll go past our house and go down the street. <laughs> and, I am just oh, excuse me, excuse me for laughing. <laughs> we were just, just yeah, that's what we were, we were nicking, you know, what they call nicking and stuff. I 
I looked up and Daddy was standing at the wilderness. I mean, at, at the at, uh, side of the car. <laughs> oh, 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 golly. And I, oh, my God, how embarrassing. Ooh, I was so embarrassed. I was too embarrassed. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't believe this. I said, no, he couldn't have done that. And so... He he didn't he didn't play he, when he you know he didn't want us to uh, mess up and one wanted to be respectful at all times and 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 we were we you know because uh, we didn't want to disappoint mom my dad uh, uh, by our behavior make our make us look bad he was a Christian man he believed in the Christian values how you supposed to conduct yourself in a godly manner how a young lady should act and. Uh, he made us, you know, he enforced that with us. And I, I, I appreciate that uh, a lot. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I was uh, talking about the grandchildren, when you were talking about the grandchildren. He would <clears throat> he would tell uh, 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 I can remember him doing my older sister now, because uh, I didn't have any children when he was living with that about uh, uh, breastfeeding, because he said that little children act like little, give them cow milk. They act like little calves and be running around wild. <laughs> hey, that's why you should give them that dairy food. That, that dairy oh, excuse milk. me. Excuse and that, me. Laugh. <laughs> that's what he told mommy. And none of us, none of us could, could, could none of us could drink any milk other than the breast milk. You, oh, said, you didn't get, we didn't give birth, birth to little calves. <laughs> Yeah, so you're right. Excuse me, Jenny, for interjecting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that makes, and now we see that more and more people are doing that now. Yeah. Leading, leading yeah. to us. He had so much wisdom. So, you know, yeah, and, he did. And, and he may not have, you know, had a big degrees or anything like that. I don't even know how far he went in school. But he had so much, he was so intelligent and so knowledgeable about things and so much wisdom. And it helped us to become, you know, better human beings. Because I think all of us end up being good citizens, you know, and, and not getting into trouble and, and going to prison or anything like that. And, and all all this stuff that happened, we all went to school and, and, and uh, and did well in school, and and I think he he was he was very proud of us. And if he you know uh, see us today, the ones that still living, he I think he he'll be very proud of. He he was he was think that he did he did well because he was really a good daddy as far as encouraging and motivating his children to do the best in whatever they do. Yes, I'm telling, and I know I really, my mind will go back to when. When I was small, and that was before you and Bernie were born, and I, uh, so the boys would come over to visit my sister who, who were older, and they, he he would have them sit on the porch, uh, and and so uh, they had they had a, a, a restriction on boys the length of time they stayed at the house. They have them sit on the porch with the boys, you know, they're coding. And then, then at a certain hour in the night, he, he, because he had already told the boys what time they were supposed to leave and uh, go home or wherever. And, and so he, he sit them, they sit right on the porch and, and, uh, at nine o'clock, 
was the deadline for the boys to stay at, uh, stay, you know, at our house. So the boys stayed until about five minutes after nine. My da- daddy would get up and move a chair around, indicating that the deadline has already been reached. <laughs> so, 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 so they, they, they said that that was that was the time he slowed they slowed to get up and go home. And then, and, then, and later on, um, a lot of times boys want to walk our sisters down the road, and. Uh, so he tell me, he said, look, I want you to go down there and you follow them down there. And, uh, you know, then they will, you know, to make sure that uh, nothing happens. So <laughs> I, I, I would follow them down, you know, stay in a high shot of them, you know, to, to see them. And, but see, and women, you, girls are slick too, you know. And so they... <laughs> They would they would uh, walk down a certain distance, and not far from where we lived was a, a little store. They sold ice cream and, and candy and stuff like that. So what 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 my sister would do would uh, uh like uh, walk me past the store where they were walking, and they say, "You want some ice cream?" I say, "Yeah, I want some ice cream." So they give me some. Uh, some money to go back and go back and to the store. Now they walk past the store and uh, and they send me back. And then uh, I go back and get the ice cream. By the time I uh, get the ice cream that uh, and licking on it, uh, they will they will come back needing me. So now as far as you know. <laughs> They 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 just uh, you know I'm I'm eating ice cream when I'm doing what, but that goes to show you that even in early ages how smart women are, is it? And they, I would I would I would come come and meet them and we walk back to the house, so uh, so it, it, they all were young they were young boys were young and the girls were young. So by the time I got the ice cream and come back, we meet, meet up, and they go back to the house. Because <laughs> the thing is, they gave me ice cream. So I, so I could, uh, so I could uh, go eat my ice cream, and they came on back to the house. And, you, and, and, and what I'm saying, you can read between the lines. That that was that was a that was a thing that you know to happen along the way, and it's it's amazing how much how smart young girls are. They they're real smart, and they're, they're still real smart. But my, my daddy wanted to make sure that he kept a tight rope on on, on my sisters, and uh, so this is this is. This is uh, an unspoken part of the the, the 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 monologue I'm giving now about how even though the parents keep strict uh, 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 rules on the children, how some of the children will, uh, 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 especially the girls, are smart too. 
So, so um, there's so much I can say about my father, but he he uh, he was a wise man. He was yeah. a wise man, and and, and uh, I, I appreciate him so much. And done as much as he uh, uh, did for me personally. So, so, and I know he did it for the rest of you as well. Because uh, uh, look at you now, look at you now. You say, Lord has blessed you to be of a certain age, and uh, and I I don't know any of you been in jail, but but uh, but uh, I know there's some. They adhere to a lot of strict rules, which was helpful to us. So that's a that's a part of my upbringing. You know, I give my father a lot of credit. Thank you. Wow, that was really really great. Yes, mm-hmm. that was, and we thank the brothers for attempting to uh uh you know to oversee us. And I know my brother James, yeah. my brother mm-hmm. James. What he did for me, I went to my first prom, uh-huh. and uh, so we decided to walk back. The prom was right there in Armour. We decided to walk back, you know, mm. home from the prom. We and a, and my companion. I did mm-hmm. not know James was positioning himself at a position in a place where he could monitor everything that I was doing. And then mm-hmm. when we got to a point where. I thought I was just in heaven. Then James spoke out. He spoke out, let us know that he was observing us the whole time we were walking from the place where we had the little prom and everything. So Daddy did encourage you all to be overprotective, and that was good. And that's why we are wonderful the way we are now. Daddy believed in that. He believed in, in, in his children doing the right thing. But, but the fellas... The boys, you really just, we couldn't even maneuver without you knowing. You know, yeah, you right. would just see her. Yeah, you, we, we tried to maneuver, and you were right there. Just like, I didn't even know James was observing me. Observing me all the way from from where we had the prom to home. And then when we got home, then that's when we were about to exit. And when we were about to exit, with a joyous little spot there, James yelled out, and we could not, we know, it was just a tap on the cheek, but I could not have that because James stopped them. Yeah, overprotecting. Right. We appreciate <laughs> we appreciate y'all for doing that. We appreciate it because we know it's out of love and and it's out of the instruction from Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you were just really really great. Yeah. Anyone else? Because I could plug in a lot of things. Because I remember Dad in such a special way. <laughs> yeah. But he somebody let me and Dad. Daddy was very smart. He had a um he was very sharp in math. Very sharp. He didn't need paper and pencil to figure our problems out. He could do that in his head. And he would tell you, I don't have an eighth grade education, but daddy was smart as a whip. And he had very <laughs> he had courage too, because I think Jenny was mentioned about the fact that he participated with Dr. King and St. Augustine. Out there in the open, we at home just about to go off on the deep end, but he said, God got him. God got him, and he did. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yes. Okay, but somebody else, because I can go on and talk about the, the goodness of the dad, because daddy was a hero. He was a hero, and I am... Yeah. 
progressing on things that he taught me and things that yes. he did for me. Anyone else? Yes. Yes, ma'am. And he liked to uh, use nicknames. I think he gave, you know. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. Nicknames. <laughs> but, yeah, and the grandchildren would have a nickname. You find nicknames for them. It was, it was so funny. He never called you by your real name, just your nickname. Yeah. And I think Jerry had more nicknames than any other in any other uh 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 brothers. And I don't know how that because Jerry Jerry, will you explain why you had so many nicknames and what you did? <laughs> what you well, did to get a lot of nicknames. <laughs> well because I was multi talented. You know, I did a one lot of wonderful things, you know. And uh, and some people some people said uh, my um, my to be uh, haven't been a lot like my daddy. We we resemble a lot, you know. And and uh, I I, I and, and so later on in life, when uh, when they uh, uh, we got older, and you y'all y'all gave me a name. I don't know if I deserve it or not, but you gave it to me. Said a borderline genius. Now, yeah, Bonnie did that. Bonnie genius. Now, what was that about? <laughs> she thought that you. She said you were very smart and you were smart like daddy. Also, the other the other four boys were smart too. But you would always be out front, you know, to be seen and all that. So she called you a borderline genius. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, wonderful experience. As a, oh, I wish that uh, that uh, that uh, of course he is. Uh, I tell people time we we uh, we say, well, my mother gone, my father gone, but as long as we live, my father and my mother are still alive. That's right. So when when we think when we think about life and you know saying so the millennial on the how 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 uh, we we came into the world and how we lived and all that because it, it, sometimes people say well and and I think that justifiably said that, that you are like your daddy you that you got ways like your daddy and that's that, that that's actually I believe uh, send the message home because because we, I, I I think myself to have a lot of characteristics my daddy had and I feel good about it so, so I, I I said well I have nothing to complain about that's a that's why I say uh, if you and my daddy said, you know, it brought you up the way you appreciate it because, because, you know, they, uh, parenthood is not easy. It, it's not easy to say, you know, he says, uh, my having been, being a parent, I ha- I've had some, some, uh, sleepless nights and, uh, seeing, um, things like endless days and, you know, uh, Done, done a lot of thinking, a lot of, of concern, of worrying, especially 
uh, um, my daughters, and uh, and I know that uh, men as a rule have a tremendous amount of love for their children, especially their, their daughters. And that's why I think he, as much as he could, gave all the protection he could for all of you seven daughters. So, yes. Well, that's you just thank him so much, even though he's not gone, but he's gone. And uh, yeah. that's a see the glory for the yes. same people. <clears throat> yes. Yes. That's right. And you know something? I thank him for instilling into you all the idea of protecting your sisters because you all did a great job. Although we did get angry with you in certain situations, but as we look back over the days, you saved us a lot. You did. You saved us a lot because uh, temptation was so great, but you saved us a lot. You're like, I appreciate James for saving me that night. He saved me that night, and I'm sure Jenny yeah. can think of some ways which she was saved by the brothers, and we appreciate you. We had a closely needed family, and we really looked mm-hmm. out for each other. We did. We looked out because it was a teaching from our parents. They did. Mama would make sure that before we leave in the morning, we had breakfast, and we eat. We she always served us grits because she said grits line your stomach. Right now, I cannot mm-hmm. go a whole week without eating grits. I cannot, I got to have my grits. Mm-hmm. I do. Because she says things like that, you know, things that, and then daddy had a lot of rules and regulations, and we are happy about that because that made us better. That made us better. And we appreciate them. We had a lot of, and then someone mentioned the fact that daddy had a little confectionery. He always had a business. He did, he always had a business. And then, that spilled over to all of all of his children because just like uh, Bo and James, they had a business where they were serving, where they where they they um they feed the hungry. They have that business. Jerry had the barber shop. Jenny had kidding you. Ines had some kind of look. Oh, Ines gonna always be cooking. Cooking. Hers was cooking, and then uh, Bessie has a business with. With uh, uh, you know, spiritual people, and everybody, and then we vote. We believe in voting, cause Daddy said that once you get a certain age, you got to register, and he made sure you register and you voted. So all the everything was covered, everything was covered, and we remember that, and we are living that. Whatever was taught to us, it made a difference. It made a difference. It sure did. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to monopolize the conversation because this is really joyous. We oh, remember yeah. Dad in a special, special way. Okay. Yeah. Anyone else? Well, I would like yeah. to just say, you know, that uh, one, like I said, Dad was a Christian man, and I'm just, I'm just going to uh, recite part of the song that he used to sing that, we used to really enjoy, and I'm just going to tell you, it, it, it was a hymn. He, they used to do devotion at the uh, church, and he would do this uh, hymn, 
and he would call it the common meter. And I always think that Daddy was that was a special song in Daddy because he always was singing, and you see, he would, he would get really emotional after he was, he would be singing for you know when he gets to the certain part. A charge to keep I have, and see, he thought he had it. Yeah, and it says a charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, who gave yes. his my soul to save, and yes. fit it for the sky. Yes. Served the present age, and that's what Daddy did. He served the present age. My calling to fulfill, oh, yes. made my power engaged to do my master's will. And yes. that's Daddy. He wanted to do God's will all the time. And and, and so uh, I think it's only fitting to just, you know, to just say, you know, recite his little song. And I think I think that was his favorite song because he, yes. he never... And like every first Sunday, we'll wait for Deacon Daniels to say that song, uh, Charge to Keep Our Hell. Oh, and he could yes. sing it. He could sing it. Yes. He, he, he had a beautiful voice it. like his son. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I tried to sing it, but he sang it. He yeah. sang it. Oh. Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. through this house, I see mom and daddy, because I have yeah. a poster all during this house, I see mom and daddy. They left us with a lot of memories. At the time that they were administering punishments on us, some of the time that I did not understand. But now I understand. I thank you. I thank you for that. I thank mama for that. I thank daddy for that. Because mm-hmm. if we did something, just like when Jerry threw that rock across the across the uh, house and didn't know he was gonna hit. I'm thank Daddy for punishing him because, as I said, somebody could have been looking up in the sky. He can't. Yeah. But Jerry, Jerry, gonna throw a rock across the house and see who yelled, and Daddy saw who yelled, and that was Jerry. Jerry yelled. <laughs> yeah, Daddy was Daddy was very strict. He punished you when it was necessary. 
Mama punish you when it's necessary. At the time, we didn't think it was necessary, but now we know how necessary it is, or it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Precious. And, and yeah. I am so happy that God gave us Daddy. I'm so happy that God gave us Mama. Precious. And they will forever be left. Okay, go on. You saying something. Yeah. You were saying something, Jerry? That's all right. I said precious memories. That's all. Yes. yes. Precious memory. Precious uh-huh. memory. Uh-huh. Okay. Is there any is there anything else you would like to say, Geneva and Jerry? We thank you for coming on to represent all of the siblings, all of the grandchildren, all of the family, to let Daddy know that we remember him in such a special way. Some of the things that we shared might have been a little comical, but it was done, and we appre- it was done all out of love because we had a lot of love. And then I know when Daddy had the little shop, the little, um, you know, the time that I would work, I would eat up a lot of the profit. I would because things were so tempting around me. I would make a, a, a I, at that time bologna sandwiches. I would eat them on my shift, you know. But he always had a little restaurant, hamburgers at the confectionery. I would eat them, ice cream scoops of ice cream. I would eat them because he provided that experience for me, and I know I can work now at any any restaurant or anywhere because of. The experience that I had at the little shop. Yes. yes. And, and, and I was, you know, there's so many wonderful things about that, that we said. Because when, when I, I went away, when James and I went away to school, you know, that dad would, would give some some uh, some food that, that you know, would last, if, if, you know, it wouldn't perish. You know, sometimes he would he was like sardines and Vienna sausages and all that. So we put in our dormitory, and and uh, sometimes when we got hungry, we had food there, and uh, and he he uh, he would uh, uh, like I was on scholarship, partial scholarship, and he would keep check on us to make sure that. We, we we were amply of bed and and uh, clothing and all the things that the necessary things. And see, and and, and that we watch. A lot of we realize how how much those even small things uh, is so wonderful. It, it it's 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 big volume. So, so when you think about your father and father, they come down. Uh, they appreciate you who have fathers who are still alive. Yeah. You just take time to, to honor him, exalt him, because it it it, it helps so much in this in this and it hit hit right in the heart. And sometimes yeah. children don't don't even don't even take time out to call them and say, "Daddy, I love you." So, and uh, if just to say that means so much, it helped him go through another day. 
So yes. that's 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 my that's my feeling, my gut feeling. By my being a father, I know what it's like to be a father and how much he appreciates his children for doing what they do uh, for him to help him uh, through another day. We all get older, and you know that that that's the missing thing. And so, and the time uh, is still with transition, and the clock ticks. And so, this this uh, talk that we're having to each other now, this will never happen again. So yes, we're connected in the moment. Yes. Thank God, uh, Father, and our, the family as a whole. Thank you, Appreciate them. Because, because when you treat people right and show love to them, it makes God smile. Yes. So, so, so just remember, and, and, and I used to sing the songs that, Have I given anything today? Have I helped someone along the way? Just to know I have done my best. Then I can go home and take my rest. Yes. And say, these are some things that say that don't squander away precious moments, precious yes. memories. Uh, use them because there will be a time when maybe, maybe you want to. So the person that you want to show love to will be going on the glory. And you say, I wish I had her, I should have, or I could have. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's why I said, I said um, do what you want to do. Do it now. Now. But if he was in, because I sing that song sometimes, that God's a way maker. Yes. He's a miracle worker. Yes. He's a front keeper. He's light in the darkness. That's yes. who he is. And he gives us a chance to, to to do what we do can do for each other. Thank yes. you. Wow, that was powerful. Oh man. Geneva, do you have any any closing remarks? I just think that this this has been a wonderful uh, uh, gathering here tonight, and I just want to wish all the uh, fathers, Jerry, happy Happy Father's Day to you, uh, uh, Glenia, Bernice. Uh, you tell your husband I said Happy Father's Day, and to any other father just you know around who listen, uh, happy Father's Day and have many, many more and God bless you on your day, on your special day. And uh, thank you. Thank you. And now before we leave you finish any before we leave this this was in my mind and I want to share this about something that daddy did. You know, sometimes we think that the uh father's always the one that's so tough and he never softens up. And we are but then Fathers, uh, they are tender-hearted, just like the mother. And I remember when um, it, it's been in, in my mind. I remember when I um, I had a, um, a a grant, a stipend, a scholarship to go out to California, San Jose State, 
a state San Jose state in San Jose, California. I had a, a stipend to go out there in science. And so Dad heard about it and he said, um he said, Now I want you to go on the biggest jet that I can think of. I want you to go on Delta. I said, Okay, Daddy. So Daddy arranged for me to take a flight out there on Delta to this to this um uh science um uh the science class that I was assigned to at San Jose. And uh he took me to Jacksonville. He put me on the jet on the on the Delta and I went out there. So when I got back, mama told me, she said, all while you were out there, she said, Frank was just so concerned for you. And he had a song that he played, he played over and over every day, waiting for my child to come home. Oh, yeah. I told mama, mama, you should have called and told me I would have gotten on the next flight and I would have come home. He said, no, no, no. He wanted you to stay, but he played that song, waiting for my child to come home. Yeah. He said, because you were so many miles from him. I said, Mama, I, I didn't even think Daddy even thought about that because he put me on the jet. He said, he played that song, waiting for my child. And every time I hear that song, I think about the fact that Daddy put me on that jet, sent me to to uh, California, and I thought Daddy was cool with it. But it hurt his heart for me to go that far off. And since he, she told me that, I have not gone, I have not gone that far from home since then. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would interject that. Fathers are precious. And as Jerry has said, if you have a father, Jenny has said, if you have a father, appreciate that father. Because they, are, they will always be there. They will always be there for you. They'll go through Thick and thin for you. Fathers are truly someone special. They are. So honor your fathers. Kiss your fathers. Do whatever you can to make his day special. And Jenny was saying, oh, to all the fathers and father figures. So that's my spiel. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone would like to close it out? Geneva, Jim, would you like to close it out with a prayer or anything? May the Lord wipe between us, me and thee, while we are separated from each other. Amen. My prayer. Amen. Okay. And thank you all for being very special tonight. This has been very enjoyable. Okay. You can see it on on the... uh, I'll let you know how you can hear what you've done. Okay. You all be blessed and good night. Good night. Okay. Good night.
this child.